Good morning. This is the Daily Wrestling News for November 25th, 2020. I'm coming to you live from Minutes to Bell Time Studios on the beautiful Treasure Coast of the Sunshine State. My name is Ryan Joy, and today I am joined by a very special guest here to talk about the upcoming uh, North American Wrestling Alliance show, Jingle Brawl. I am joined by Tony T. Tony, good morning. How are you? Ryan, how's everything? I'm good. How are you? Very, very good. Uh, Tony will be making his professional broadcasting debut at the show, and uh, he's here to tell, talk to us about it. And I like to start every show. It's a morning show. I'd like to ask if you have your tools for success, and by that I mean whatever your caffeinated beverage of choice is before we get underway. I guess iced tea is enough caffeine for me. I think that'll <laughs> do. I think that'll do. All right. Well, Tony, we're going to get things get things rolling. The whole day is about the show. Um, so I'm going to ring the bell and we're going to get moving. All right. Like I mentioned, we are here today to talk about Jingle Brawl. And Jingle Brawl is coming up on December 19th. Uh, it is going to be taking place at 7 p.m. at the Ocean Center in Daytona Beach, Florida. The doors open at 6 p.m. for local fans. Uh, now that's just a few miles away from Minister Beltime Studios here on the Treasure Coast. But for people that live elsewhere, the event's going to be available through Fight TV for $9.99. So it's an exciting, uh, exciting time for uh, the North American Wrestling Alliance, and it's an exciting time for us to see live wrestling. Um, you know, that's it's going to be great. There's a lot. Of, look at all the names that are already announced, and uh, let's go ahead and and dive in. So. Tony, your role on the show, you're going to be calling the action. Are you excited? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I guess you could say it's a – I know the term gets thrown around a lot, a dream come true. So I definitely could say that this is a dream come true. I've, I've been a wrestling fan since oh, 15 years. Uh, you know, I remember watching SmackDown when it was Batista and Rey Mysterio versus Joey Mercury – and um, John Morrison or Johnny Nitro with Eminem. Uh, that's my my fondest memories of wrestling. So to be able to do what I've been watching since I've been a little kid is a great experience. And I can't thank Tony enough. Tony Capone, who he should be with us today, but due to some technical difficulties, he's not. Uh, I got to thank him. I got to give him all the credit in the world for uh, giving me the opportunity to work with him and um NAWA and Jingle Brawl this coming uh, uh, December. Yeah, I, I, like you mentioned, we are going to have Tony Capone on this morning, the Godfather, and uh, he will be on the show uh, probably next week. We don't have a, a date scheduled or anything, but um, some things came up, and he will he will join us, and um, and we'll talk about uh, the show from his perspective. But uh, like you said, it's a dream come true. I, I'd like to understand what the circumstances were that came to um, you being able to make your debut? How did you hook up with Tony and um, what's the story well, there? It, it's an ironic story because I, I graduated from St. John's University in May and obviously everything going on with the virus is very hard to find work. So I was applying for jobs left and right. And I found out that Facebook has a jobs section to it. So you go on Facebook you could apply to jobs. And I went on there and I saw an opening for a broadcasting role. And I sent them my reel from St. John's. Actually, 
Joey Jarzinka from Eastern Observer. He's the one that helped me get my big start at St. John's. And it all just culminated. We started to talk and we hooked up and here we are. And that was about a month ago. Wow, that's great. That's great. So um, your your broadcasting background is actually in Division One sports. So I think that that's really interesting for uh, professional wrestling. Um, how do you think calling Division One sports is going to translate into calling professional wrestling? What's a, does it? What is their differentiators there for you? Um, do you have certain advantages or disadvantages over people? Like, what are you going to bring to the table with that sports background? Excitement. It's going to be a lot of excitement. Can you watch a basketball game and you see a big play happen, a big dunk, and you get excited? Just like somebody getting thrown off a ladder into a table. You get excited. The crowd, the crowd's behind you. They get excited. You get excited. It, there's a, it's a lot of similarities. And, you know, the difference, obviously, is the pace is a little different. You know, there's not as many moves a basketball player can make. You could only dribble and shoot or wrestle, and you could have, you know, 20 holds in a matter of 10 seconds. That, yeah, that's a good, that's a good point. <laughs> so um, let's talk about what we know about Jingle Brawl. Um, what, are some of the, what are some of the names that you can tell people are going to be on the card? Well, the show, well, a lot of WWE, WWF superstars. Um, one of our big names right now in the women's division is uh, Amber Nova. And Amber Nova has been in NXT for a short period of time and impact wrestling. And she's been, she's just an amazing performer. Uh, you know, she's fought superstars like Deanna Perrazzo. She's the two-time impact women's champion and Io Shirai, NXT women's champion, Kyrie Sane. She's a former tag team champion, Nikki Cross, and another uh, former tag team champion. So she's a, a tremendous athlete and she's, She's one of the big names that we're promoting for the show, and she's gonna have a big role in the show. She's uh, she's the nicest person to you can ever meet. Uh, Amber Nova is a well, really good uh, person. Just as long as you you brought up Amber, I, I wanted to mention to folks that she's actually going to be at pretty much anywhere you're watching this show. You'll be able to watch Amber Nova as a special guest on the December eighth uh, Essential Wrestling Podcast at six p.m. So, uh, you know, stay tuned for that. She's going to be on that show to talk about uh, Jingle Brawl and make picks for Impact Wrestling's uh, event that weekend. So, so Tony, um, you, Amber Nova, I, I know there's other, na other, other folks out there that you guys are excited about having on the show as well. Yeah, um, re most recently it was just announced that uh, WWE Hall of Famer Bushwhacker Luke will be on the show. Uh, that was just announced a couple of days ago. So that's going to be really cool. He's a former champ, a Hall of Famer. He's had a great career. And um, with him, they also announced, we also announced the, the Nasty Boys, Brian Nobbs and Jerry Sags. And that's going to be another – they don't make a lot of appearance, appearances fighting as much as we hope they do, but we're going to be seeing them at Jingle Bros. So that's a, it's going to be a great thing to see. Yeah, I saw the I saw the Nasty Boys do their um, promotional video on your Facebook yeah. page. So yeah, yeah they um, they're great, and um, it's going to be really fun. They're great guys too. And uh, besides from them, there's so many other superstars. We have Gangrel, 
a leader yeah. of the brood, uh, David Hartsmith, which is obviously everybody knows, British Bulldog's son. And um, we'll have uh, Kevin Sullivan there as well. And obviously with that comes surprises, which I don't even know. So it's not like I know them and I'm not just saying I don't know yet, but obviously there are surprises. There's always surprises. So you are going to want to watch this wherever you it's are. One, it's one of the things that I think wrestling fans um, most look forward to when they watch a show are those surprises. And it's a little bit of a, I think, I mean, I've I'm, I'm not been in the, on the promotion side before, but I would think it's a little bit of a catch-22 because on one hand, you want to surprise people. You want to have that excitement about the show, people that leave the show feeling, wow, that was great. I was so surprised by this. But at the same time, you want to promote that stuff ahead of time so people know that they're going to be there. Yeah. Too. Yeah. You know what? You're 100% right. You want to, you know, say you get a, a, a big-time superstar and you want it to be a surprise, but you – you want to promote them because you know people are going to pay, but you also want to surprise them. It's such a gray area. And from from the broadcasting perspective of me, I know I'll be ec- ecstatic when whoever comes out comes out. I'm not going to know everything, but it's going to be uh, it's going to be great. There's going to be a lot of fun names there. Now, are there are there names of people that um, that are, you you have uh, signed for the show? that many wrestling fans won't know going into the show, but coming out of the show, we're all going to be looking at it and saying, wow, we got to keep our eyes on this person. Yeah, there's um, my personal opinion is uh, the House of Pain. They're a, a tag team based out of the Bronx. So they're, right, they're maybe 20 minutes away from me. They're very close. And that's a tag team everybody's going to keep their eyes on there. Two very big guys that can move around and um, – I think that's a tag team that's going to get a lot of people excited. It's it's gotten me excited from just seeing videos and being able to communicate with them on a on a creative basis. So that's going to be something to look forward to. And you know, we also have other names going to be on the show too. Um, maybe not big name superstars, but give it a couple of months, and NAWA will make them into big name superstars. Yeah, there you go. Very good. Um. So one one thing, you know, when I think of all the great broadcasters, you know, um, and thinking in the time frame that you're you were mentioning before with um, Rey Mysterio and Batista, I'm thinking of of guys that like Jim Ross and, and folks like that. Do you have any like uh, catchphrases or things that you're going to bring to the table that you've been working on, or and any calls that we're going to be able to associate with Tony T after this show? There definitely will be. Once the show's over, I've had my baseball calls, my home run calls, and my basketball calls, my the slam dunks, but uh, the wrestling one's still taking place. It's it's not as easy as you think because everybody owns everything now, and if you don't want to use somebody else's catchphrase like a, a Joey Styles, oh my God, you don't want to use that. Um, yeah. But there will be. I I guess I have three weeks to prepare. So I, <laughs> I guess I have three weeks to. Make up my mind on what I'm going to use. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that I'm hoping that after I well, I'm going to be there live because I live just yeah. a few miles away. But I'm going to also order on fight and watch the replay. And I hope when I'm done watching the replay, I can I can point to it and say that's the Tony T line. Every time I watch wrestling, yeah. I'm going to hear that line. You will. I guarantee that by the end of the pay per view, you will. And uh, hopefully, you and everybody else that watches it. Um, 
thinks the same way. <laughs> so one of the one of the things that I've heard um, through through various interviews or other interviews that I've heard is that NAWA is is being promoted as pro wrestling the way it used to be. Do you can you speak to what that means um, and what what we can expect? Um, I can. This is obviously the reboot. Uh, the um, the redo of NAWA. We haven't had a show in a while. So the promotion returned for a reboot. They announced it in July. So this is the first show. And a lot of independent pro wrestling companies now are either very extreme mm -hmm. or very slow. And my opinion is, from what I think is going to happen is, you're not going to see the matches with fluorescent light bulbs. Okay. Being whacked over somebody's head, you're not going to see a lot of blood. Uh, it's going to be it's going to be wrestling, uh, catch wrestling, technical. It's going to be wrestling that when you see Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak doing a fight, it's going to be good. Uh, and obviously, there's going to be spots. There's always spots. You always have that crazy move off the top rope. That's going to happen. Sure. That, but it's going to be wrestling that we used to watch before the attitude era in my opinion that okay. that old yeah. Hogan and the fans behind you you know the good guy and yeah i i watched a fight the other night back from madison square garden in the 70s uh gorilla monsoon and they didn't do a lot in the ring they did not but the crowd was behind them and that that's what real pro wrestling is you got to get the crowd involved i think whenever you attend wrestling live um you, it's a different experience than watching it on television, obviously. Mm -hmm. You want that, you, you kind of like blend into this mass of humanity that's like all cheering for the good guy or, or wanting to see the bad guy get, get taken out. And then when you watch on television, if the crowd responds in that way, that's what makes a good show, right? I mean, it's the, the big moves off the top rope and the fluorescent light bulbs, I guess there's a place, there's a place for those, but it really comes down to the crowd these days can really make or break the show. Yeah, it, it all depends. It, it, it depends if they like it and if they're behind the guys. And, you know, that that's how you make it in this business. As long as the fans are behind you, you know, you could be a, you could be a bad wrestler. You could be horrible. But as long as the fans like you, they'll, they could take your career from, you know, the bingo halls all the way up to the arenas and pay-per-views. So... It could really, it really does. The fans really do determine how your career will pan out. Well, I, I hope as we as we watch um, the the Jingle Brawl show, I, I hope that we see the, the fans really, really react. And and if and if not, I can trust you will be the guy who's who's making the noise. Yeah, you'll definitely here. hear me. Yeah, I've been <laughs> called a very loud broadcaster, and I know Joey has said that about me i get very excited um but yeah i i, I think it's going to be exciting the fans haven't been to a wrestling show in god knows how long uh, with the pandemic and everything it's going to be nice for them to get out for a night and the only wrestling we've been able to watch right now has been um the main promotions wwe aew impact and this is going to be a little bit different it's going to be a, a more fun it's going to be a lot more um good action if I could put it that way in simplest terms. 
So now we might have to save this this question for next week for Tony uh, Capone to answer, but but maybe you can speak to it. Um, obviously, you just brought up we are in the middle of a pandemic. Um, I'm sure it has delayed plans for the reboot, and um, it, it's derailed a lot of a lot of people's plans. But um, in terms of anybody who's maybe watching this that thinks, oh, I'd like maybe I'd like to go watch the show live. Um, what can people expect in terms of um, protocol at the show in terms of mask wearing or social distancing and things like that? Well, social distancing and mask wearing will be, um, it'll be enforced for the fans. Um, obviously the arena will not be, um, there's obviously capacity now on it. You yeah. cannot fill up a r- arena like you used to, as you could see with, you know, sporting events, baseball games and, and football games. It's just, the world we live in now, but it's going to be a very safe environment. Nobody's going to have to worry. People are going to be social distanced. They'll be wearing masks. It's going to be a very safe environment. And we'll guarantee that. Oh, that's, that's good to hear. I'm sure that'll uh, reassure people. I have been to a few shows at Jacksonville for AW. And what I think people should, what I, what I think people need to hear is that when you go to a, a show during the pandemic era, um, Hardly ever does anybody stand up in front of you and block your view. It's kind of it's kind of nice. The social distancing yeah. um, makes actually a, a really good experience. It does. It's it's different. It's you know you could it's a little more relaxed. You know sometimes you like it when the place is packed, but you don't want somebody sitting on you. It's awkward, exactly. and you know every time you go, you get the guy that's seven foot tall in front of you. Nobody else sure. right in front of you. They're either seven foot tall. Or six and a half feet tall with a sign. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, okay. So let me let me bring back up the graphic here. Um, you mentioned this guy right in the front, uh, British Bulldog Junior. Davy Boy Smith. We've seen him. Um, we've seen him on a few different shows recently. He was, he challenged Jacob Fatu for the MLW Heavyweight Championship a week ago or so. Um, he was on UWN Primetime Live. He's got his eyes set on that championship. Um, what's he going to be? Is he going to be competing on the show, or is he just doing an appearance? What's What's the plan for him? Um, creatively, I'm not sure yet because the the card is not 100 percent complete. Fair um, enough. Fair enough. So once once I get confirmation, everybody will get confirmation. But uh, mm-hmm. he will be there. He'll be in attendance and. Um, it's going to be exciting. And whoever hasn't seen him wrestle, he's a hell of a wrestler. A hell of a guy, first of all. One of the nicest men I've ever met in my life. And I've met him on several occasions. Um, and he's a hell of a fighter. He After he left WWE, he went to Japan and, and he brought his name up. And people realized, oh, you know, this guy's really good. And we all know the WWE could hold back some people's potentials. And he was able to blossom into this great superstar and live up to the family name of, of his father, a Davy boy, a British bulldog. Yeah, I agree. I, I really have enjoyed watching him outside of WWE. I've watched some of his stuff in Japan as part of the killer lead squad with Lance, Lance Archer. I mentioned the MLW stuff. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does on, does on the card. Yeah, it's going to be exciting for everybody. Those are some of the, the surprises that we will all, be in a shock for. Now, obviously, we've talked about your um, you're going to be calling the action at the event. Do you have any sort of uh, backstage role or, or 
are what 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 else what else do you do for the company? Uh, whatever Tony tells me to do. If he tells me to jump, I'll say off of what. You know, um, <laughs> we we're still we're still in that process of uh, figuring all that out. Um, it's just a it's a great opportunity right now to just broadcast, and whatever comes from that opportunity, it'll be very appreciative, and uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Um, I I think I could speak for all of us that I'm I'm the youngest one there right now between the superstars and the backstage personnel and corporate. So a 22-year-old would be cool in that position. It's good to see young people and um, in wrestling, um, you know, in, in any role whatsoever. So, you know, I think we, we have a superstar on the rise here on the show this morning, folks. <laughs> Who knows? I might, I might go through a table if they need me to. We'll, we'll find uh, out. Gosh, for your, I mean, I know you said you'll jump off whatever he tells you, but I, I hope for your sake, I, I hope there's no, <laughs> there's no I don't table. know what my, I don't know what my parents would say if they were watching and they saw me go through a table. I, I think they'd have a, a little bit of panic attack, but uh, I would do it. I think that would be great. That's a dream come true. <laughs> well, I uh, I talked to you a little bit about before the show about uh, potentially doing some some trivia, and uh, would you be game for doing that right now? I'm good. Let's do it. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're sitting comfortably here, let me play my little intro. Okay, now some of these these questions we actually debuted on the Essential Wrestling Podcast last night, so many people might have um, already heard them if they listened to the show last night. But let's see how Tony T can do against John Smith, who went last night. John Smith got three of five questions right. Um, so on the, the here are the rules uh, that go along with this trivia. You get five questions. A simple majority correct will give you a W if you win. You get what I call the Goldberg Oscar Award, and if you lose, you get a Hawkins. Um, so if you're ready, uh, these are all going to be themed after NXT TakeOver War Games, um, which is coming up pretty soon. So these are historical back to you know 2017 or so. Okay. All right. So WWE recently announced that NXT TakeOver War Games will take place on December 6, 2020. WWE reintroduced War Games with their November 2017 pay-per-view. The first War Games match included three teams of three. Those teams were the Undisputed Era, Sanity, and the team of AOP and this man. Roderick Strong. Wow, very good. Right up. Adam Cole <laughs> used the kendo stick plus the last shot knee strike to the head of Eric Young to earn the pinfall victory. This gave the Undisputed Era the victory over Sanity, and the team of AOP and Roderick Strong. One for one. There we go. <laughs> so the 2019 War Games took place at the All-State Arena in this state. Was it Illinois, Maryland, Pennsylvania, or North Carolina? Illinois. Illinois is correct. I was there. Um, Rose, the former Rosemont Horizon, just outside of Chicago, uh, outside of Chicago right across the street from the airport. Two go. for two. You're doing well. Uh, we return to the same event. The 2019 NXT TakeOver War Games featured the first ever women's War Games match. Rhea Ripley teamed with Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai, and Candice LeRae to defeat the team of Shayna Baszler, Bianca Belair, Io Shirai, and this woman. 
That's a tough one. It is tough. I, I'll give you multiple choice. I did that for John last night. The okay. multiple choices, Mia Yim, Sasha Banks, Shotzi Blackheart, or Kaylee Ray. Kaylee Ray. Yeah. It's funny, like that, that that's, that's exactly how John reacted. He's like, oh, it's tough. And then you get the multiple choice and like, boom, that's it. But she's she's NXT UK. The fact that she was in the match was yes. crazy at that point. And then because I know their own takeovers too. So you that wouldn't have I would have totally forgot that if you didn't bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> you you sir are three for three, so you have already earned the Goldberg Oscar Award. Let's see how you do with the last two questions, though. Maybe you can be the first ever on this show to go five for five. Oh. All Elite Wrestling announced a War Games match that was supposed to take place in New Jersey earlier this year. Since WWE owns the trademark on War Games, AEW used this name for the match. I know the pay-per-view too because my friend had tickets for it and it got canceled. It did. It is tough. I'm going to have to pass and you're going to say the answer and I'm going to say I know it. I know you're, <laughs> you're ready to smack your forehead. The answer is blood and guts. See, see, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> Now the last question, I always consider the last question a layup, but my layups have not always been that easy. So we'll see how you do with this. Um, it is multiple choice, so maybe that'll help. This legend of pro wrestling is credited with the invention of war games. Is it A, Arn Anderson, B, Tully Blanchard, C, Ric Flair, D, Dustin Rhodes, E, Cody Rhodes, F, Brandy Rhodes, G, Dusty Rhodes, or all of the above? Dusty. <laughs> yeah, of course, it's Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, <laughs> layup question. Four out of five, that's really good. So you win the uh, you win the Goldberg Oscar Award here. Let me play this for you. <laughs> so congratulations. Again, um, I, I want to bring back up the, the Jingle Brawl uh, banner here. Folks, December 19th from the Daytona Beach Ocean Center. Uh, the doors open at 6 p.m. for local fans, and the show starts at 7 p.m. If you can't be there live, you can get the second best seat in the house from your couch, watching it live on Fight TV for $9.99. Uh, a great, great deal for, for pro wrestling. Um, and as you can tell from, from Tony and myself, we're very excited about uh, this event and all the names that we've mentioned so far on the show. Tony, anything, anything you want to mention for the go-home segment of the show? I uh, that it's gonna be a, a you know a can't miss event. This is the first show in a while for NAWA, and um, there's a lot of big names, and you know there's always gonna be surprises. So you're not gonna want to miss that. And you know, as you know in wrestling, never say never. So it could uh, somebody you thought you may never see in the ring again could show up. But I don't even know that. I'm speculating too, because I'm still a fan at heart. So. Yes. Speculating that, I think the uh, the wrestling fan always makes the best on screen persona. So I'm yeah. I'm excited for you. I'm excited for us as fans uh, or or press or whatever you want to call us. Um, just excited to to be seeing a live wrestling again creep up. Um, not been a lot of shows, 
and and be the launch of NAWA in in Daytona, my home state. So there you go. With that, everybody, I think we're going to sign off for today. Um, no show tomorrow because of the holiday. So I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. Um, and we don't go, we don't have shows on Fridays, but uh, happy happy Thanksgiving. Be safe on Black Friday if you're choosing to go out and shop. Uh, and we'll all catch you again on Monday.